What's up, Grace Travelers, and welcome to Grace Travels. We are honored once again you decided to join us in receiving God's embrace and love today. We got another amazing word and encouragement for you. It's entitled, What's True No Matter What? Again, from my sister, Natasha. We're going to continue and focus prayers for our nations on love and unification. And let's just go into our Grace Travels affirmation. This day, I receive total unification with God's heart that is leading me toward increased revelation and reception of not only his heart, but his purpose, his word, and his unconditional love, which identifies who I am in Christ Jesus. Yes, love and unification, progressing and proceeding in the name of Jesus. Be blessed, y'all. Good morning, good morning, amazing people. This is Natasha Boucher coming back to you to continue on to our amazing series that we have going on. If you're just now tuning in, our series is called Our Journey with Jesus, our JWJ series, and it has just been so amazing and explosive for tons of people, and I just want to say thank you for the amazing feedback that we have been getting, and again, if there is anything that you would like us to touch on or if there's anything that has helped you, definitely share that with us. We love, love feedback. So we are going to go ahead and jump into the word. And our title of our series is Our Journey with Jesus. But the title of this message today is What's True No Matter How We Feel. Hmm. I wonder what that is. But we're going to go ahead and jump into it. And our hearts are where we hold truth. How many believe that that's true? Our hearts are where we hold our truth. We're going to go into Deuteronomy 30, 14, and it states, The word is very near you. It is in your mouth and your heart, so you may obey it. And then there's also another verse in Psalms, Psalms 119 and 11. I'm going to let you all get there. Search for that. That is Psalms 119. And that is 11. Awesome. It says, I have hidden your word in my heart that I might not sin against you. I have hidden your word in my heart that I may not sin against you. I think that is such an amazing word. Our hearts is where we hold truth. And I find that even myself and and people that I do know have the familiar haunting questions that do arise in their minds. And we're going to touch on those. Do you ever think, did God really say, I have what it takes? Does it ever run through your mind sometimes? Or did God really say, I'm love? Hmm. Did God really say who I am is okay? What if we say this instead? Yes, God really did say I can do all things through Christ whom strengthens me. Yes, God really did say he loves me with an 
everlasting love. Or we could say, yes, God really did say that I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Isn't that amazing? Those are the words that we have to declare over our life. We can't allow any situation, any stage in our lives to dictate our process and our progress. (laughs) Amen. That was a little bit of a nugget there for you guys. We can allow any distractions around us, any distractions around us to dictate what God is doing within us. Everything could change forever if we thought that way, declaring decreeing before we see the result, declaring that it has already been done and it is already finished. Amen. And then we'll go into, and there will be a moment when the lies in your heart are so loud that you can't even seem to declare the truth. That happens to all of us. And when it does, it's okay to ask someone else to remind you of what's true. That's why this is a community. This is why we want your feedback. This is why we are working together on this journey with Jesus so that we can identify the lies that play over and over in our head. And I'm going to nail off one lie that always comes to mind. And a lot of people struggle with this. And the first lie is, I have to be perfect. I know, I know that's something that we all hold ourselves so high to that we have to be perfect. But in God's eyes, the truth is I've been made And this is what we're going to say. I've been made perfect in God's eyes because of what Jesus did on the cross. And he will help me grow to be more like him until that process is complete in heaven. He has made me perfect forever. Those who are being made holy. And that is Hebrews 10 and 14. Let's read that again. I've been made perfect, not a little bit not somewhat, but I have been made perfect in God's eyes because of what Jesus did on the cross. And he will help me grow to be more like him until that process has been complete in heaven. He has made me perfect forever for those who are being made holy. How amazing is that truth? Here's another lie. I need to be more like someone else. Hmm. I know some of us do struggle with that. I need to be where my friend is in her life. I need to have the amazing marriage like my coworker does. I need to have the amazing huge house like a friend of mine, my best friend does. Those are all of the lies that I need to be more like someone else. But the truth behind that is I only need to be more like Jesus. I am now trying to win the approval of human beings or of God. Let's say that again. Am I now trying to win the approval of human beings or of God? Or am I trying to please people? If I were still trying to please people, I would not be who God has called me to be. I think that is so amazing for us to remember that God has made us all uniquely differently. And for that reason, we're going to experience different things than other people do. We're not going to experience or process things like your neighborhood or like your friend would. Or, you know, I think that God works differently within us. He does. He works differently within us. 
for Galatians 1 and 10 states, If I were still trying to please people, I would not be a servant of Christ. That is so very, very true and so potent and so imperative for us to remember. Okay, and the third lie is I am who everyone says I am. I am who others say I am. Hmm. Do any of us think that, you know, I find that can definitely be a lie within your career or you're held to a certain standard that adds so much pressure, you know, and you're molding yourself to be exactly what everyone else thinks you are. But I think it's important to reflect back to what God wants you to be. He wants you to be full of life. He wants you to not be bound. He wants you to have so much freedom, freedom within him and knowing, hey, my hope cometh from the Lord. I am not depressed. I am not anxious. I am not under pressure. The Lord freely gives us the opportunity each day to be the best version of ourselves without being held to the standards of what anyone else may want us to be. Because the truth in that is most of those people that hold you such to those standards cannot meet them themselves. So it's important to know where you are with Jesus is a process. Learning your identity, learning what your purpose is with him in it is a process and it is not going to happen overnight which is okay be okay in where you are right now be okay in what is going on around you be okay with knowing that god is our strength he is mighty he is strong he has our back so anything going on around us isn't harmful yes it is a distraction but again our help cometh from him Continue to focus on him. Continue to keep him at the forefront of your mind so that it doesn't consume you. It doesn't take your focus off of of your purpose. It doesn't take the focus off of what he's called you to do. Continue to do everything with love. Continue to do everything with passion. But do not do these things to either please other people. Don't do these things to get recognition. Don't do these things to feel validated. You are validated by him because he gives you strength and he is what matters the most. You are right where you are for a reason. He wants you there. And sometimes it's important for us to soak in where we are, to soak in what's going on within our lives. And what helps me and a lot of my friends, what we try to do is we try to write down our thoughts, you know, because of course we're human, our mind raced, we're always constantly thinking. It's important to jot those things down. Write them down whenever you feel overwhelmed, whenever you feel like you just have so much going on in your head or whenever God may give you something in a dream. I think it's so important to keep a notepad nearby or if you don't even have a notepad, you know, pull out your phone, write down a memo as to what you're feeling or what's going on in your mind or or it, it, which could be either good things, it could be bad, whatever you may be processing. So write those down, date it, and then it is so cool, guys. You you can go back to it and read that read it and it's marked showing your progress and it shows like how much growth you've had and how much you've overcome and it's so great to have those reminders to read back and reflect to and it's funny because I have a journal that shows where I was you know, two three years ago and it is so amazing to see how much growth God has given me and how much
much I have overcome and how much God has and how many amazing people that God has either removed from my life or has inserted in my life for the good. I'm just so grateful for that. So that I will say that's going to be one of our challenges for the week, guys, is I want you all to jot down those lies that are false lies that are running through your mind or false pressures that you are feeling or anxieties that you're feeling. I want you all to write those down, okay? Because I feel like it's important to face it directly. That way, also, it acts as a release. So you're releasing those down on paper, okay? And you're removing those from your mind, from where it may be stored. Removing that so it's on paper and is out of your mind. It's no longer a thought. Write that down. And you know what? Sometimes it will be funny. You're like, oh my goodness, I was worried about this. Or, oh my goodness, I have overcome this and I thought that it was over for me. Or I felt like I wasn't going to make it. Or I felt like the walls were caving in around me and I, and I, I didn't know how I was going to get out of that. But you will see, especially if you allow God to leave you, if you allow God in every situation in your life, if you allow to see the end result of your situation, that those lies that replay in your mind are not the truth. And what the truth is that with God in it, anything and everything is possible. Nothing is impossible for God. How amazing is that to know that nothing is impossible with God? Amen. I know it is so, so, so great. But that is the word for today. I just wanted to recap on that and give you some encouraging words and, and little nuggets to take with you all because I think it's important to have those reminders with you as those moments do arise because they will and to remember those things like hmm, I am an overcomer I am greater he says I am fearfully and wonderfully made nothing can harm me nothing can move me or shake me or I am steadfast unmovable amen so we are going to actually pray now I want your hearts and your minds to be focused on God get into the posture of prayer think of the things that you all want God to know and God to release down onto that paper, you know, as you're letting go of those anxieties, the depression, the pressures, and releasing those lies that do arise and will come up, you know, as our journey continues. Amen. Lord, I pray right now for your grace to cover all of us. I pray that you would free anyone from guilt that they feel. Guilt from something that has happened by accident and no one is at fault. Yet the weight of guilt is a burden. The enemy uses guilt against us. But I know that you use every situation for our good. The enemy uses guilt to condemn and depress people. He uses it as a tool for a distraction or destruction. I pray for your redemption to reverse his acts his evil lies, his evil depression, his evil anxiety. May your will be done and may you mend whatever the situation is that is the source of guilt, of pressure, of anxiety, of depression. Thank you, Lord, for your grace. Thank you for your healing. Thank you for your power and thank you for your Holy Spirit. I lift you up to ask you for your comfort, for you to allow me to feel empowered, and for the joy that you feel within my day, within my life, within every moment that I may experience. In Jesus' name, amen, amen. How 
amazing was that word? How amazing was it? And I, I am so excited for everyone and everyone's growth. I can just feel it. I want to extend out a prayer of salvation for anyone that may be listening and that does not have salvation. And even if you do, you know, I want you all to repeat after me. And it's important to have this as a reminder. So repeat after me, Father God, I thank you for who you are and all that you are. I humbly submit my life to you. I confess with my mouth that Jesus Christ the Lord, and I believe in my heart that you have raised Jesus from the dead. I believe that Jesus, now seated with you in heavenly places, and will exceed on my behalf. In Jesus' name, amen, short and sweet. Thank you all again for joining us. We so, so appreciate every listener and everyone's process. And we thank you so much for allowing us to bring this series to you, Our Journey with Jesus. And this is actually the last word for our journey with Jesus. We are actually going to start a different series. So I do want to thank everyone for joining in for our Journey with Jesus series. And it continues within you. So just know as you continue your journey with Jesus that you remember all of the tools, everything that we've spoken of. Use the word and use all of the amazing, amazing discussions that we've had as your weapon, as your armor, as you continue with your journey with Jesus, your JWJ. And I am so excited for our next series. And I want to thank everyone. I really do. You all have been great. You have been such a blessing to me. And I love you all from the bottom of my heart. And I am super excited. We are now all family. Amen. Well, that is it for now. Thank you and have an amazing day.